Dubai I 103.8. 103.8. 103.8. 103.8. Joined on the line now by someone who can give all of us, and I need it more than most, uh, advice on how to tackle distance learning head on. Zach Holtz, an American teacher based here in the UAE. He and his alter ego, the happiest teacher, also write about personal finance, happiness and health. You'll find him in a classroom where he is continuing his 15-year teaching career, helping young people reach their potential and analyse English literature. Or at least you would normally find him in a classroom. Right now he will be so- practising social distancing like the rest of us. Uh, Zach has a passion for helping others through education and believes in the power of curiosity and obsession to change your life. And we're very lucky to have him on the line now. Zach, how are you doing? I'm okay. How are you guys doing? Very well indeed, considering. I think it's all about living in the moment, focusing on the things you can change and the things you can't change. And I never in a million years thought that I would say that type of thing and believe in it. Because really, last week I didn't believe in that type of thing. Uh, but now I do. And so, uh, Zach, I, I bet you've had a busy couple of weeks prepping all this stuff for the children. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's been some great resources been opened up to teachers uh, from all around the world. Uh, UAE's had a couple of good benefits in terms of their implementation of distance learning that, you know, we, we've had pioneers go before us from the teachers in China and other countries who have been through this process and have made a lot of great resources. And then a lot of the educational technology companies have been basically making their products free and, you know, trying to get us out them out to us so we can create as good of a learning environment as possible, you know, and just sort of make the best of a, of a pretty awful situation. We've been so lucky that all of this has happened after the advent of the iPad and, you know, Absolutely. really good, speedy internet. 100%. Very, very good if news. We had to, yeah, if we have to have the situation now is probably the best time for it to have happened in history. Yeah, yeah. Posit- I mean, this is the thing. We are constantly trying to find this oh, sort of silver lining vibe. Sometimes it's harder than others. But um, at least, yes, at least my children are overwhelmed with excitement that they're going to have access to the iPad. And, they, and my eldest said, but what do you mean, mommy, that I'll be able to look at it whenever I want? <laughs> And I was like, no, not not whenever you want, yeah. but when your teacher. That, that, that on to it. me is a big concern for us as teachers: is you know delivering an online learning platform, but not having kids who naturally have the tendency to overload themselves with screen time to just exacerbate that tendency even more. Yeah, so, so that's how, something I want to talk about. Yeah, exactly. How do I? So I've got a six-year-old, but I imagine it's the same at almost whatever age you're at. Uh, they just get cleverer at downloading the apps after you've deleted them. Um, <laughs> my son can already do that. I've had to completely wipe the iPad this morning and log in on my account instead because they just learned how to hack my husband's. Uh, so now that now it's just on mine. So, what advice would you give to mums and dads who who? who know that they're going to have to rely on the iPad and on screens quite a lot in order to get their work done, but also don't want their children to go completely square-eyed. Yeah, I I think that there's a few different elements to putting a plan in place for this. And the first um, is structuring a space and time for learning um, and realizing that, you know, a lot of them, especially once they get a little bit older, are going to have to be using their computers. But, uh, try to have this limited to the time that they would be in school and also create a space for them where they can focus on getting that work done efficiently and they're not distracted by the 18 other tabs that they have open and the four different messaging apps and, you know, Instagram and and, uh, all these other social media things that are really distracting and can turn a 40-minute assignment into a two-hour assignment and then their school day stretches the entire day because they're not really working efficiently. 
So it does take a bit of policing, basically. You are going to have to Absolutely. be, yeah, you're going to have to be on them at first uh, yeah. and, until they get the hang of it. I mean, that's the other the other thing is is how adaptable children are. You know that mm-hmm. I imagine there'll be a learning curve, but hopefully then they'll settle down. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing that kids really need um, is structure. And they need, you know, a regular daily practice. And they, they'll like it. But, you know, honestly, like, kids really don't appreciate classrooms where it's chaotic. And they don't want their learning environment to be chaotic. They want it to be structured, even if they don't say it. And even if they don't consciously think it, they'll feel more comfortable with a little bit more, you know, uh, firmness in place from their parents and their parents have to do the parenting and that's hard for a lot of parents to do um, especially ones that are here and are used to having the nanny deal with the kid and so as much as possible and i know that it isn't possible for everyone if they if they're living in small spaces and obviously everyone's at home and working from home mm-hmm. should yep. you create a sort of corner for your child to to start their studies you know like a place yes Absolutely. Uh, preferably with as few distractions as possible. And, you know, if they have to be working on their computer, make sure that their phone is not with them as well. Um, so if they have to be on a screen, have it be one screen. Um, and there are definitely other apps that can keep them off of social media things. There's more and more every day. Um, you can just do a quick Google and see which one works best for you and your family. How long should classes last? So if you're going to try and structure the day, so they study for a bit, then they have downtime for a bit. What what sort of timescales are you looking at? So for a six-year-old, would it be half an hour on, 10 minutes off? or like, And then also for a 12-year-old? Yeah, I, I mean, the, the ideal, the way that I structure my activities in my class, not my class period themselves, but the activities within them, is one minute for every year of their life for one thing they have to focus on. So if you have a six-year-old, try to keep the activities that they're focused on 10 minutes or less, and then give them a little break or shift the activity to something else. If you've got a 15-year-old, it's a little bit longer. Um, and sometimes that's not possible, but if you can keep that as, as, a, as a frame of reference for how long the kids can actually pay attention to one task, it's a pretty good rule of thumb. I, I think quite a lot of parents are, I mean, I, I'm probably approaching this with particularly bad grace. But I think a lot of other parents are also finding it a little bit worrying about how they're going to juggle oh, everything. How, yeah. I mean, how do you keep upbeat? You're, you're the happiest teacher. I'm coming to you like, <laughs> like how, do I, how do I approach this with the right mental attitude? How am I going to find that mental attitude? Well, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of different answers to that question. One is gratitude. You know, we talked a little bit earlier about how it's super important to realize that this is the best time that this could happen. You know, we live in a country where, fortunately, they have a lot of tests and a lot of good medical facilities. You know, we're not in Italy or the United States where they're having big systemic issues. Um, But a lot of it is going to be using this as an opportunity to have good face-to-face time with our kids because we we all need that support Um, and just walling ourselves off behind the screen is not going to help our long-term mental um, health. So, you know, you want to build in time for board games and puzzles and coloring. You want to try to do some physical activities together, even if it's just running or biking around the neighborhood. Um, the beaches are still open. There's still a lot of people there um, working out and doing things there. I, you know, I, I think if you feel that that's safe for your family, that's something that you can do. Um, another good thing is to cook together, especially like to pass on family recipes. You know, one of the things I hear from my kids the most is I don't know how to do, you know, I wish schools taught me all these adult things like 
how to cook or how to do the laundry or how to iron things, you know, and this can be an amazing opportunity to actually take some time and transfer those skills and those family recipes that, so they don't die in this generation. Um, you know, and sometimes we forget about that with all our ordering and restaurants and things like that. But now can be a great time um, to really build some of those cooking memories and skills and life skills that kids desperately need. Zach Holt, a teacher based here in the UAE with an alter ego, the happiest teacher. Thank you so much for your help. Uh, thank you for joining us on the line with that lovely advice. Really appreciate your time. You're welcome. Have a lovely day. And, you know, I, I don't, for yourselves, it really worried me when you said that you have to be reading the news all day. And I hope that <laughs> you can take some time in your own mental space to not be so embedded in that as well. Thank you, Zach. I really appreciate it. Really good of you. Uh, I think we're all sort of slightly. There's part of the problem is part of your brain enjoys it. It's very difficult to sort of snap out of it. But I'm sure uh, I'll do a bit of Netflix and chill this afternoon for sure and eat a lot of popcorn. That's my vibe. This is Dubai I 103.8.